Welcome back to Gold Diggers. This is the second season of a podcast now written and produced by 24 female psychology majors at the University of Georgia. Guided by our amazing and slightly hyperactive professor, Dr. Michelle Van Dellen. In the last season, students dug deep into the psychology of goals and self-control. This season, we'll be translating research and handing out scientifically-based tools to help you achieve all kinds of different goals. So grab a shovel and come with us as we unearth nuggets of knowledge to guide you down the road of achieving your goals. Welcome to Gold Diggers Round 2. Goals! Can you dig it? We are beyond excited to introduce you to our new season of Gold Diggers. I'm Dreema. And I am Angel, and we are eager to dig deeper into giving you some insight behind the psychology of goals and motivation. Imagine, it's January 1st, and you wake up with a headache, lying in your bed surrounded by Dorito crumbs. You decide it's time to embark once again on the New Year's resolution you've tried every year, cut out junk food. You wonder why it hasn't worked for you for the past 10 years and how it will be any different this time around. Maybe this year it's time to take a step back and reevaluate why you chose this goal, what the most effective steps are to reach it, or if it's even the right goal for you. On this episode, we will discuss finding the right goal for you through identifying your values and what you expect to achieve through the amount of work you're willing to put in to accomplish it. But before we keep digging into goals, we need to know what a goal is and what the differences are between a right goal versus a wrong goal. We will then explore why goals are even important in the first place. We're using the Social Psychology's Handbook of Basic Principles definition of a goal, which is a mental representation of a desired endpoint that impacts evaluations, emotions, and behaviors. First and foremost, goals contain information about end states. End states are the reference points towards which behavior is directed. In other words, end states are finish lines. A feature of end states is that they can vary in their concepts. For example, a goal may involve an end state that entails something tangible in the world, like having a cup of coffee, or one that is relatively more abstract, for example, achieving success. The difference between a random goal and a right goal is that the right goal is achievable and well thought out. It should also align with your values, as well as be a goal you can motivate yourself to complete. An achievable and well thought out goal is rational and it fits into the flow of your schedule. The goal would not get in the way of other important matters. For example, if the goal to work out daily is going to be a right goal for you, then accomplishing it needs to be feasible without getting in the way of your schoolwork or your job. When the right goal is set, the motivation or one's general desire or willingness of someone to do something will help determine the timeline for goal achievement. Motivation is important in goal setting because it can either hinder or propel a goal towards completion. The more devoted a person is to a goal, the more consistent work and attention is employed to fuel its progress. Without motivation, it can be hard to persist enough to bring your goals to fruition. Goals are the underlying force in our various daily schedules. What we do is a result of trying to reach a specific end state, whether it be a college degree, a job, or even creating a painting. 
While some goals may not be monumental, they are still valid. Sometimes we want to meet them, and other times we have to meet them. What we do revolves around the different goals we have set for ourselves. School, work, volunteering, eating right. What makes you want to achieve these things? Finally, accomplishing the goal can lead to satisfaction and further motivation for future endeavors. Now that you know a bit about goals, we are ready to tackle the challenge of guiding you to choose your right goal and delve right into what works and what doesn't. On today's episode, we have two special guests with us. One will talk about a goal that they did not achieve and another who will talk about a goal that they did achieve. We're going to break down some of the ways these goals were the right or not so right goals for these people. Our first guest is our classmate, Sydney. She is a fifth year psychology and human development and family science major. She will be talking us through a goal that did not fit her well. Dreema will figure out what went wrong with the goal she picked for herself. She will also explain how choosing the wrong goal caused Sydney to be disengaged with the goal. We will also look at what the scientific literature says in regards to picking the right goal and see where the underlying problem lies. Tell us about a goal that you made recently that did not work. Uh, I'm a fifth year psychology major right now, um, but in the beginning of my college experience, my freshman year, I was an architecture major. So that is definitely a goal that did not work out. Why did you choose this goal for yourself? I don't have a bunch of reasoning as to why I chose to be an architecture major. Um, It definitely sounded great to me as an 18-year-old, but looking back on it now, I, I didn't have... I didn't have much of uh, a reason to choose this. Um, I was really involved in the arts program in high school, and about a month or so before I chose this major for myself, uh, there was an architect that came into our class to speak to us, um, and you know, it sounded great. He was really cool. It really like enticed me uh, to choose this, and it was just intriguing and interesting, but came to realize that that wasn't exactly a great reason to choose that as a major. Sydney brings up an interesting point. She did not have a lot of information before making her goal, making it hard for her to identify with it. This had a massive impact on her. What do we know about the relationship between goals and motivation? In a 2018 study at the University of Missouri, Researchers examine the predictive power regarding having a goal that does not align with your values and subjective well-being. The researchers' assessment analyzed the difference in motivation between intrinsic and extrinsic goals. Intrinsic goals are goals that you yourself can judge your progress, such as a goal of being more present in the moment, and extrinsic goals are goals that others judge for you, such as being thin or in shape. Researchers aimed to determine if they could understand the reason people were acting a certain way based on if they had intrinsic or extrinsic goals. Across all trials, extrinsically motivated goals tended not to line up with people's values. Participants who had extrinsically motivated goals also reported greater feelings of sadness and perceived failure. 
All of this is to say, if you set a goal that matters more to others than yourself, you are probably not going to stick with it because you're not doing something that aligns with your values. When considering a goal, make sure it is something that you can find joy in doing and make sure you are doing it for your own sake. So when did you realize that this goal was the wrong goal for you, that you weren't going to be able to achieve it? Pretty soon after classes started, I realized that this was not the right goal for myself. Um, It was definitely once I started having to do work for the class and I realized that A, it didn't really hold my interest and B, I wasn't necessarily good at it. Um, And around that time, I kind of realized that things, something needed to change and I needed to have a different goal for myself. It sounds to me like you found yourself in a frozen goal state. A frozen goal state is a term coined by social psychologist Dr. Marina Miliuskaya, and it means nothing seemed to be working in your goal. A frozen goal state is a goal that you may think is attainable, but you have made little progress and are almost frozen in time. What happened once you realized you became disengaged with this goal? Once I became disengaged with it, um, it definitely took its toll on me and it definitely had an effect on me. I was really sad. Um, Definitely was very anxious to go to class. I didn't necessarily want to do my work. Um, it It was really scary for me to kind of think about my future with this big question mark of me not really knowing what I want to do. Um, So it kind of like stopped me my tracks in like every aspect of my life. Goal disengagement is withdrawing effort from a specific course of action previously put in place to achieve a task. This disengagement can often feel like a failure, but it doesn't have to be one. According to Rosh and Shire, some goals have to be abandoned in order to put oneself on a new path. If it is not working, do not force it. More simply, reevaluate, reflect, and retry. Some people can get caught in a loop of unfulfilled continual efforts towards their goal without meeting the expectations they had previously set. This is problematic. Your commitment to a goal is heightened, and more attention might be drawn to it, although the plan is still failing. You should analyze the reasons the goal is not working out and choose one better suited for you, a goal that can be accomplished. So when you made this goal, what did you expect or want from it? Right. Um... I did not have very realistic expectations for myself. I had never seen anyone go through the process of going to undergraduate uh, for architecture and then coming out and going into the workforce and being an architect. So I didn't exactly know what my expectations were supposed to be. They were very, it was like a fantasy. I wanted to be this great architect to work in a firm and build all of these like amazing buildings, but I I didn't have any realistic knowledge about the field. See, it's really easy for positive expectations to be mixed up with positive fantasies. But what really is the difference between these two and why is it important in helping us set the right goal? Let's get into the nitty gritty of what these two topics really encompass. Positive expectancy judgments are belief that a desired event is likely to occur. 
whereas positive expectations are defined as positively experienced images of future desired events that emerge in our stream of thought. Whoa. Now that was a mouthful. But if you're still staring at the wall with a blank expression, keep listening. To phrase it in the simplest way, positive expectations to some degree are informed by our past experiences and reflect our performance history. For example, if you've run a half marathon in the past, you might expect to be able to do so in the future. Or if you've run several 5Ks, you might develop a positive expectation about being able to complete a half or full marathon. On the other hand, positive fantasies glamorize future events. These fantasies aren't necessarily related to a person's past performance and don't necessarily take into account the probability of the fantasy happening in the future. As a consequence of this positive fantasy, the individual potentially fails to take into account the hardships of implementing their fantasy as part of their reality and mentally indulge in the successful future they have created for themselves. This is analogous to fantasizing about having your ideal body shape and indulging in how you would look, but completely dismissing the fact that you have to follow a diet or start exercising and the challenges you might encounter. So in Sydney's case, she displayed signs of holding positive fantasies about the idea of being an architect but didn't realize what actually goes into being an architect. She indulged in her ideal future and ended up neglecting the practical challenges of getting there. All right, so we've heard a story that a lot of us can identify with. Starting a goal with little applicable information and envisioning an unrealistic ending. Sydney, thank you for sharing your experience. Next, let's hear about a goal that worked out. Maddie, thank you for taking the time to be here today, and welcome to the show. What was a goal that you have made recently that did work? Well, I've always known that I wanted to be a physical therapist, but over the summer when I was applying to PT schools, I visited Emory's PT program, and that's when I realized that that's the PT school that I want to go to, is Emory. Why did you choose this goal for yourself? Well, I hadn't anticipated on applying to Emory's Doctorate of Physical Therapy program early, but upon touring the school and talking to all of the professors and the students, I realized that there is no other PT program that I could see myself as being a part of. And so that's when I knew that this was the goal that I needed to pursue. Okay. When did you know that this was going to be the right goal for you? I think I knew that this was going to be the right goal for me when I saw the amount of, like, it scared me a lot. Like I knew that this was a big risk, you know, like applying to the fifth PT school in the nation, you know, like it, it scared me. But at the same time, I, I hadn't ever wanted anything so badly. Like my parents, they told me they're like, you know, there's been only a couple other times that we've ever seen you act like this. And it was just the fact that immediately after the visit, I drove to hospitals. I tried to get the inpatient hours they're asking about. I was just like this one track mind of like all I could think about was like 
getting into this school and doing like whatever it would take. Like no amount of hard work was something that would deter me. And that's when I knew that like this is the only place that I could be at. What did you expect or want from the school when you made it? Well, I I realized that this program, it's like getting into Emory's PT school, like never has like a program matched myself and my values more than this PT school. And so I knew that like I needed to go for it. I was worried that it wasn't going to work out because of how competitive it was. And, you know, my mom always told me that, you know, you can reach for the stars, but there's also a risk. And so you could overshoot. And so there's the chance that I was doing that because there's so many qualified people. But at the same time, every single time I thought about, you know, applying regular instead of early and applying to other PT schools to up my chances of getting into a school, that like made me almost sick to my stomach because I knew that there's only one school that I wanted to be a part of. And so like, I can't, I couldn't just like let that one school go and like, you know, make myself maybe feel better about the other ones. I was like, it's worth, it's worth the risk. And so I knew that I had to go for it. Maddie's goal of getting into Emory's physical therapy school was right for her for a couple of reasons. First, this goal of going to physical therapy school directly aligns with her values. She describes herself as a caring soul and wants to go into PT because she wants to make other people's lives better. As mentioned before, having intrinsic motivators is an extremely important part of finding the right goal for you. Second, this goal is right for Maddie because of her positive expectations. She puts an effort and believes this hard work will pay off. Exactly. Maddie was also intrinsically motivated by her goal, and that helped her keep putting in the work she needed to reach her goal. She had support from her parents and other external figures, but getting this early admission letter was something she was striving to achieve for herself. Unlike Sydney's goal, this was a goal that Maddie was really passionate about and enjoyed putting in the work for. We hope you enjoyed our first episode of Season 2 of Gold Diggers, where we dug into what it means to have the right goal. We know it's hard to pick the right goal, but we know that you can do it. Hopefully hearing Sydney and Maddie talk about their experiences gave you some insight on your personal goals and whether they are the right ones for you. Intrinsic motivation is what helps someone achieve their goal and is key for finding the right goal. And external motivation is not a sufficient enough reason to have any goal. And always remember, do not force any goal. If something is not working out for you now, you need to take a step back and evaluate what's really going on behind the scenes. Let's just hope next January 1st, you find the right reason to choose those carrots instead of Doritos. This episode was written by Olivia Burton, Jenna Coyne, Zoe Johnston, Regi Thomas, and Sydney Weaver. A special thanks to Joanna Mercurio for producing the music, Dreama Beavers for conducting the interviews, Sydney Weaver for transcribing, and Zoe Johnston for editing.